following audio is from St Nick's Durham. As a church, we exist to love God, love people and love Durham. We hope that this sermon will serve you well as a supplement to your regular Bible reading, prayer and participation in your local church. For more information about St Nick's Durham, directions or resources, please visit stnicks.org.uk. The reading for this evening is taken from Matthew chapter 9 verses 18 to 26 and I'll be reading from the New International Version. While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him and so did his disciples. Just then a woman who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If only I could touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus entered the synagogue leader's house and saw the noisy crowd and the people playing pipes, he said, Go away, the girl is not dead but asleep. But they laughed at him. After the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took the girl by the hand, and she got up. News of this spread through all of that region. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. May I speak in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, as we carry on with our series, Witnesses for Christ, we are in Matthew chapter 9 verses 18 to 26, as we had them being read earlier. We are seeing Jesus encountering a dead girl and a sick woman. We are being made witnesses to the love of Christ, which seems reckless in the world where this is all happening. During this time, to touch a dead body would result in you regarded as unclean. Jewish law does not allow you to touch a woman who is bleeding because it will make you unclean. If we go to Leviticus chapter 15 verses 19 to 33, this is where we find this. If a woman is bleeding, she is not to attend the synagogue or participate in any religious rituals. If she touches another person, her touch renders that person unclean. If she is married, her husband is not allowed to have sexual relations with her. And so she is to live as a leperhood on the fringes of society, shut out, looking in from the outside. I can only imagine how lonely that would have felt and so Jesus comes into that picture where this is happening, the girl and the woman, both automatically cut off from society because of what has happened to them. They did not choose this, but this is where they find themselves in this position. And we are witnessing Jesus reaching out to them those who are regarded as outcasts. We are seeing the love of Christ that is reaching out 
to bring healing. So as we are witnessing this, we see that his love knows no gender. So when we read this passage, we are told that a man goes to Jesus and asks him in verse 8 to come and raise his daughter. He says, if you just put your hands on her, she will leave. On the other hand, we encounter a woman who goes and says, if I just touch his cloak, a man for his daughter and a woman for herself. Where in our society are we being called to make others witnesses to love like Christ? To a love like this. Jesus did not stop to look if it was a man asking or a woman. He only saw the need. He only saw their requests. We all have needs. We have experienced pain or are in pain. What have we allowed to get in the way of helping our brothers and sisters? What have we allowed to stop us, to hinder us, to show love, to show compassion? You see, Jesus in a world where he is justified to ignore, to disregard, to not consider, to see himself as better and probably even argue that I have better things to do. He opened his arms of love. He made time to be interrupted for the greater good. When we read this story in the gospel according to Luke, which gives it in greater detail, we are told that Jesus is on his way to the synagogue leader's house when the woman touches him. And yet he stops and he pays attention to the woman. He allows himself to be interrupted. Have we found ourselves sometimes busy, sometimes with, 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 with schedules that we are following and something comes up? Jesus makes time. He looks beyond the gender. He looks beyond what is there and just sees the need. What are some of the excuses or reasons that seem valid to us, but have slowed us or even stopped us from showing love like Christ did? Secondly, his love knows no position. The man who approached Jesus as we had in verse 18 was a synagogue leader. Synagogue leaders were people who, who had status. They were regarded highly. On the other hand, it is just a woman, a person who is not regarded as anything. Furthermore, who is unclean? Needs do not discriminate. If there is anything that COVID-19 has showed us, it's that it can affect anyone, young or old, whether you hold an office or you don't. 
where have we overlooked people needs because of the presentation be it a job a car a school in verse 24 we are told that they laughed often without realizing it we stereotype others by their wealth their class or their occupation Jesus' love reached out to the lowly, to the poor, to the need that he would see in them, overlooking gender or class. Here in this country, we have the lower class, the working class, the middle class, the upper class, the aristocrats. Are there classes of people that we have overlooked? that in what we do, we do not consider their needs, that in fact, we demand more out of them. Where is our love like Christ in that? As I mentioned earlier, COVID affects all of us. What are we doing to remove the blinders that are in our eyes to be able to see people as people, to be able to consider their needs, to be able to support, to stand in, to offer help. It's so easy to see the rich and think, oh, they have everything, they are fine. What if they are lonely? It's easy to see the poor and just think that, oh, we have to give them handouts. What if what they need is to be included? As we are approaching Christmas in this Advent season, we are being called to not just be witnesses to Christ, but also to make others witnesses to that love of Christ that overlooks the positions that people might hold and see others as children of God. His love knows no distance. It knows no bounds. The woman came to Jesus and yet Jesus goes to the men's house so that he can touch the girl. We are seeing Jesus meeting people in their places of need. He did not ask the men to say, bring your daughter to me. He did not say to the woman, you should have called out to me. After all, she was an outcast. But instead, Jesus meets them right where they are. Where are we being asked to go out of our way? Out of what is comfortable for us so that we can meet the needs of others. It's so easy to follow the things that come natural to us, the things that make us comfortable. But Jesus is showing us another way. 
a way of love. The Jewish law did not allow him, would have prohibited him from doing what he did. But instead, he transforms, instead he steps in to bring healing. It's so easy to say to people, come to us. But maybe in this season, as we are looking and seeking to bring hope, we are the ones who are to stretch ourselves. His love has a ripple effect. When we go to verse 26, we hear that this spread out. The words and actions they spread. Many were made witnesses because of that. Like our, likewise, our actions, our love, our words of encouragement have got ripple effects. They make others see Christ. So this Advent season, let us choose to start a ripple. To plant seeds of love. Thank God for technology because it has granted us many platforms from where we can do that. Some have started Facebook Live, others have started Zoom meetings, Zoom gatherings, Teams, phone calls, WhatsApp groups, messages, whichever way, whichever form that works, we can all reach out to others. And while we are doing that, let us not forget those who are next to us. Oftentimes it's easy to think of a person in the far, far off lands, the people in other countries, whilst we forget the very person who is living next door to us. Our neighbors, do we know them? Have we said hello to them? This Advent season, let's take this opportunity, this chance to open ourselves, to extend ourselves. Yes, there are restrictions. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying break them. But I'm saying let's find creative ways of showing love. A message, a shout hello, a wave, a word of encouragement to just check, are you okay? Because those are the things that change our world. Those are the things that make a difference in somebody's world. Let's not overlook those who seem like they have it all. Because always, most times, it's not as what it looks. Jesus decided and chose to go beyond, to show love, to transform other people's worlds. I can imagine the woman going back to the community where she comes from, celebrating, because her life is now different. Her life is now changed. I can imagine the leader, the synagogue leader, with his daughter raised, 
the joy in his heart, the words that he will be sharing with friends and anybody who wants to hear from him. And so the word of Christ, of what he was doing, spread. And likewise, you and me can do the same for his kingdom to be known, to be felt near and far. So let us spread the love. Let us spread the joy. Let us bring hope. Because Jesus did that for us. And we too can do it for others. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Nick's Durham podcast. If you would like to hear more sermons and teaching like this, then subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about St. Nick's, visit our website at stnicks.org.uk.